Hello, 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 and welcome to the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast, a podcast for women, about women, and created by women. Tonight's episode is about poop. Well, more about the health aspect of having a bowel movement, but who doesn't think the word poop is funny? There are memes dedicated to it, apps you can get at the app store, all evolving around the sound of farts, joke books being sold, laxatives you can buy, etc., etc. Please come hang with the Naked Onion Mystery Tours podcast and get a little insight on poop. Call me uh, Kitty Meow Meow. I love Kitty it. Kitty Meow Meow. <laughs> I've gotten used to it. You guys spoil me. That uh, name too. Aaron <laughs> coined that. Aaron coined that name. Such a good, good name. Oh, I'm, I'm so used to it now. That's how, I just love when you guys do that. I love when you say, hey, Kitty Meow Meow, what's going on? <laughs> I know. Good, good, good. How's Kitty Rebellion doing today? I... I... I am in serious training, serious training for that triathlon. Hello? Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. You said you're in serious training? Yeah, for the triathlon. Tell me. Do tell. Do tell. So, So I was talking to a former coworker at planet fitness and somehow we we were talking about um uh guns for some reason (laughs) and and at the end of the conversation i was signing up for a a triathlon i'm like i look at him and i'm like how did this happen (laughs) you know i'm so glad you did though it inspired me i went and um when you told me you were going to do a triathlon, I was like, well, I'm nowhere near triathlon shape, but I started to take boxing. Oh, that is mm. awesome. Yeah. It's been amazing. It's like dancing. It's, you have to use all of your muscles, all of them. You got to be quick on your feet. You have to be thinking. You have, and especially right now, as women, older women, right? Yeah. I'm a fight or flight, and I'm like, why do I have to pick? Like, I want to be ready for both of them. So that's going to help you, you know. That's what I think, too. Hello, Ellen, darling. Hello, my beautiful goddesses. How are you? Good. Guess what? Kitty meow, kitty meow meow. She she's decided she loves her name, Kitty Meow Meow. I love her. That's that's Kitty Meow Meow. That's who I have. That's how she is my phone. <laughs> I have you as Princess Erin. That's cool. I have her as Princess Erin Dawn in my phone. And then I have you as Kitty Rebellion Tech 
TikTok sensation. Oh my god, oh, my heart. This is how much we love each other, you know. Yes. And then, oh, and and you're on here is uh, goddess, goddess Edith. So oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's good for me. Good it's for tough. me. We were just talking about uh, Kitty is doing a triathlon. I started boxing um, because she said she was doing a triathlon. I was like, no, I'm not triathlon, but I'll, I'll do some boxing. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Do you have any activities you'd like to share? Not really. In fact, I will be totally honest. I've been slack worthy lately when it comes to working out. I tried to do my normal, like, weightlifting today, and my body was like, fuck you. So, exactly. Uh, yeah. But didn't you get a new job? No, I am working on getting another job. That's what I'm doing oh, gotcha, right now. Gotcha. No, yeah. no, no. If only. Uh, no, the gods are not that great yet. But um, we're working in that direction. Absolutely. Though. Yes, we are working. We are manifesting. We are doing the footwork and leaving the rest up to the universe. I so. love it. You know what I had a, a patient tell me the other day? She's like, now this is a little lady in her 90s. And she said that she, they call them vision boards now. Yes. She says that she didn't, she didn't do that vision board. She made goal, like notes everywhere of her goals, like on a bathroom mirror, in the closet, um, on the kitchen, uh, on the refrigerator door, everywhere. So she could see it all all over until that particular goal was done or she like attained a certain level towards that goal and mm-hmm. then she would tear them all down she said there was paper everywhere all over awesome. everything That's yeah it was a lot of fun so cool I'm I'm totally like in awe of that I think it's great I'm yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'm doing like, I'm doing all the stuff, you know, revamped the resume and started networking and, you know, got on all the, all the, all the sites and stuff like that. So we'll see, but that's good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pretty much all we can do. Are we ready to talk about some poo poo? Oh girl, let me tell you <laughs> something. Poo poo talk. Totally ready. I am totally ready. I started a little outline. We can we can go awry if we like. We awesome. can talk about we can talk about like one of the biggest things for me is movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Movies, and I know I sent you guys a link to Bridesmaids. Of course, Bridesmaids yeah. and Dumb and Dumber have the best bathroom scenes like ever. <laughs> In a well, movie. I pulled up the ten most epic poop scenes in movie history ah yeah i don't know who wrote this but it's definitely bridesmaids well no christmas vacation is number one for me when he like he's he's emptying the rv yes (laughs) smoking a cigarette and drinking a beer your your shitter was full (laughs) oh my god yeah, that was the best. And then Bridesmaids. Yeah, of Bridesmaids. 
mm-hmm. when they were trying on the dresses in the dressing room and the lady screamed when they were all feeling really sick and they ran to the bathroom. <laughs> it's so funny, like hot lava. Yeah. Um. Exactly. What about you, Kitty? Do you have a favorite movie? I uh, it's actually it's 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 on YouTube. It's Yoda and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> when they're back at the swamp and something yes. You know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. And it's not poop, but he's farting, and then you just see Luke Skywalker's face like crinkle up and you know, kind of recoil. And I mean, his face, it all went beautifully together. The first time I saw it, I laughed so much, my stomach hurt the next day. Like, I don't remember laughing that hard ever again. Whoever put that together, bravo. Bravo. I think I found it. (laughs) Fantastic. <laughs> He's just farting like all around the the little cave. Walking along. <laughs> Walking farts. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Um so peer and, and periodically I'm gonna like do little little jokes and I've got a joke for you. You ready? Yeah. Ready? Okay. What did one toilet bowl say to the other toilet bowl? What? <laughs> You're looking flushed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that one. That's a that's a good kid one. That's yeah. Cute. These yeah, are all like cute. nice, clean, <laughs> clean poop jokes. But <laughs> you know, I wanted to make light of it. Sure. Because it it's it's a it's one of those subjects, especially as a nurse, it's one of the number one issues uh, I would say in the United States with patients is they can't eliminate their bowels. Yeah. And it's so sad because there's so much, there's so much good that comes from like just taking a good poop. Like it's a relief of depression. Sometimes it improves your energy level. It clears out your toxins. I mean, there's all good. It's good for digestion. I mean, dude, really like there's no downside to pooping except maybe time, but um, yeah, it's no, it shouldn't take long either. No. Well, no, I meant like, you know, if you wanted to like poop after every meal or something and you're working, it's like eh, a little awkward, but um well, maybe leave out the salad. Running everything running efficiently. Leave out the salad. Well, no, like that's the thing is I've heard, I've heard, mind you, I don't know who these fucking people are. I've heard there are people that like when they're at their healthiest, that they literally poop after every single meal. Like it's like a clockwork thing. And I am I am in awe of that. I'm like, wow. I have heard that and I'm like, what? Is that a thing? Like I'm like, is that wow? Like that's supposed to be the gold standard for pooping and i i've ne- never never i i've never i mean i i'm trying to think of like a time that no no great just now, tell now you I to, now i have to challenge myself how do i get there <laughs> right well, can yes. i just tell you that i'm one of those people 
see and i don't dude that's why i'm saying you need to teach us the secret because that's bananas as far as i'm concerned well clearly not bananas because bananas will bind you but it is like insane when i hear that so tell us tell us and i've heard that i i i went through a time i was you know when we when i was preparing for the the podcast and and you brought that subject to light i was trying to think of a time when maybe my bowels weren't the best and it was when i was the most codependent i have ever been in my whole fucking life do you know what I mean? And I think food food makes you like that. It makes yeah. you crazy and unable to think. And if your diet, if your bowels are all bound up and you're constipated, you're not thinking and you're insecure. And I mean, are you guys following what I'm laying down? Gut health, right? Gut health. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I mean, now I, you know, the first thing I do when I wake up is a little warm water, a quarter teaspoon of baking soda, and a quarter teaspoon of salt, and two hydrogen um, tablets, okay? Molecular hydrogen tablets. So I'll drink that first thing, and that's supposed to get your intestines fired up, right? Like moisturized and good to go. And then then after that, I'll have uh, hydrochloric acid um, and bile salts and magnesium and maybe a couple of um, potassium tablets. Pardon me. So when you do all of that, you're priming your intestines. You're getting your intestines ready. You're replacing all your stomach acid. Um the salt in the, the baking powder is so that you can flush the cells. You're cleaning the cells, right? Mm-hmm. And the molecular hydrogen is to help with your, your blood sugar and insulin levels and to prevent diabetes. It, it, it uh, basically cleans out of the garbage, all the garbage out of your liver. And, you know, it's like a science project. Indeed. It sounds like it. It's, it's, it sounds like the episode of Mr. Wizard that we should have been watching, basically. Don <laughs> <laughs> Herbert takes a shit. Okay. Cool. You can relax your <laughs> intestines so much that you can shart. Yeah, I don't I don't want to shart. Like what? that's not <laughs> the goal, you know. <laughs> How why do you shart? Why? What? Because Okay, let's say you've had too much magnesium or too much potassium. It's going to soften your intestines so much and dilate your sphincters, right? It's going to, because magnesium is calming, right? It, It takes this smooth muscle and it relaxes it. And your butthole, <laughs> it's so funny to say is is muscle it's a muscle Uh right so potassium makes it shrink you know Uh like it'll strengthen it it'll give it what it needs to just close and then the magnesium winds it up you know Uh i don't know maybe potassium does the same thing (laughs) but 
that magnesium will cause your sphincter muscle to dilate and everything come out. Hmm. If you sneeze or you laugh. Whoa. It can just sneak up on you. Oh. <laughs> I don't want uh, I took some notes about constipation. Oh, good. Talk about that. Because that's yeah, a, that's tell us what you know. It's like my favorite subject because going from manufacturing yeah. to an office, this uh -huh. is what led to the fascination with constipation. So constipation is less than three bowel mo movements a week. Ooh. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. The four main causes. Let's see if you guys can name one. Sugar. Or carbohydrates, uh, like uh, yes. complex carbohydrates. Dehydration. Oh. oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Dairy. Cheese. Lack, lack of dietary fiber. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. yep. Physical inactivity. Oh, that's interesting. And medication side effects. Got to move to move, you know? Got to move to move. And everything... The, the self the self treatment is is the opposite right so if it's dehydration you would drink more water right and then it, the lack of dietary fiber high fiber foods in mm -hmm. regular exercise vegetables yeah medication side effects perhaps a laxative so. yeah right yeah. Because some, some medicines you know like that people have to take for like in genuine, like their actual health, you know, not yeah. just like antidepressant or whatever, but like other stuff that they have to take, like maybe diabetes medication or things like that can cause, um, yeah, that really bad constipation opiates. Not that I'm a fan. Oh my God. Opiates. Big opiates time. apparently are like the like big. Oh yeah. I yeah, have to like get colace. Oh, I mean, you know, I, I would love to do it health healthily uh -huh. at the nursing home mm -hmm. but it the, they they prescribe them it's all pills it's all pills i feel like it's a pill farm wow. right and the number one problem for all my patients is constipation and they're all dehydrated uh -huh. because some of them can't even reach their water cup oh you know, um, yeah, no, it's heartbreaking. It, it is heartbreaking. I would think inactivity. Yeah, and they're laying there. They're not moving, you know? Well, your muscle, your organs have to be exercised too. And so when I was talking about going from manufacturing where I was pushing, pulling, dragging, you know, moving all day, right. 10, 12 hours a day, and then I go to a corporate office and sitting for yeah. eight and 12 hours a day and noticing the huge and then if they have their own cafeteria there oh crap yeah. you're eating crap you know right. it's always somebody's birthday there's always potlucks there's always stuff by the coffee state like it's yep. cakes endless. yeah all of that and and might I add, in a corporate environment, in corporate culture, you don't want to be the one that stunk up the bathroom. Okay. So, you, oh, yeah. so you don't want to go poop poo at work. Right. So you're going to hold it and that's going to cause even more problems. 
Princess Erin, I'm telling you, I got over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once you're like uber regular regulatory, <laughs> you know, sometimes I'll, I work a couple of jobs and one of them, you know, it's, it's nurse on call and it's in an office and, you know, when you eat salads three times a day and you're drinking, I'm probably drinking a couple, three liters of water. You know, yeah. and I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm not, I'm not like, yay me, <laughs> yay me. I am a little yay you me. Just did there. I'm but, not tooting my own horn. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, you know what I, you know what I mean? It's like when you, when you've been constipated and you're no longer constipated, it's a success story. Mm, yeah, I, I hope to get there someday. I will be honest with you. That is a, my Achilles heel is proper digestion. Like just the, just, just pooping on the regs, just not a thing for me. Um, and I mean, granted, I definitely poop more than whatever that was three times a week. Um, but it, I would love to be more, you know, just clockwork and regular and, you know, because pooping's great. It's awesome. I don't know why you <laughs> more often. It's fantastic. Well, have you think about it? It's like now, now that I am so regular, I am diligent about right. my morning regime, my bedtime regime. Um, and they talk about pre-toilet. What do they call it? It's uh, pre-toilet hygiene, maybe. Okay. Talk about that. You have, you yeah. have no, okay. I'm taking yeah. notes and I got a pen. So, well, it's, it's definitely skin brushing people. People mm. talk about this enough. You release toxins when you skin brush, when you just mm -hmm. skin brushing your thighs, your butt, your boobs, your chest, your abdomen, people downplay that that helps you poop, believe it or not. It wakes up the skin. It helps with the lymphatic, moving the lymphatic towards your vital organs and your um, digestive tract. So you're brushing up. Does that make any sense? Yeah, totally. Now, what kind of, do you use like a loofah? Like what's the situation there? Like You what can use a loofah or I just bought like a shower brush. Shower and brush. Okay. Yeah. Before I go to bed. I'm watching my cheesy shows and I'll just put my leg up on the bed and I'll just brush my legs up towards my tummy, you know, mm -hmm. brush my thighs and my calves and even over my knees, I just brush all my skin and my butt, my butt cheeks, which feels really good by the way. <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. All right. So we have obviously with Kitty, we have movement, we have proper nutrition, or i.e., you know, fiber, well, any fiber, basically, um, and water. And then with, with Edith, we've got the brushing and then the regime with the, right. uh, the different things. Um, is there anything that we're missing? Like, otherwise, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, like green smoothies and things like that. But I don't, I don't think people know enough 
about food to understand no. how it works. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is you get a good base. Like <clears throat> I mean, I've got, I'm back to eating a little bit of sugar, um, a little bit of chocolate. I haven't had the, you know, cause we have bipolar disorder, Aaron and myself, and mm-hmm. I haven't had any triggers. Nothing's happened. The occasional cup of coffee. So that's always, that always promotes a good bowel movement, you know, but mm-hmm. Uh, what I've noticed is just eating salad every mm-hmm. day, even if it's just one salad. And then I make homemade dressing. I don't right. buy the other crap, you know, in a jar. I'd make my own. And literally your body just responds so much better to all of that. Mm-hmm. The fiber every single day, just fiber. So then at some point, like, you know, we hear Kitty talk about um, she's a diet abolitionist, right? Absolutely. So she talks about having that occasional hamburger or that occasional cookie or, you know, not depriving yourself the, what is it? The 80-20 rule, Kitty? Right. That's what I use. That's definitely. Oh, yeah. So, so that way I'm a human being and I can participate in different things you know somebody's birthday you know how many times i've said no to people's birthday cakes oh god yeah (laughs) my life you know now that i have that like i've told you guys about the toilet regime and the skin brushing Mm -hmm. i'm telling you i don't react to the sugar like i did hmm that's interesting because it's almost like you're metabolizing it differently Mm-hmm. And I know that for me, if the sugar is combined with like greasy food or pizza or, you know what I mean? Like if I had, if I have like pizza and say a soda or whatever, right. then I will have a bigger uh, reaction like body wise. And I will yeah, have a big me too. Yep. emotionally. Yep. Uh, in the next, usually, usually I don't get depressed when I eat the sugar the day of, it's usually a few days after that, that, that the kind of like, I get the sads. So yeah, I have to be, I have to be really like diligent with it, but like, yeah, I I'm a hundred percent about the 80, 20, like a hundred percent. And it's very easy to flip that on its head it's very easy to be like well 20 percent of the time i eat healthy you know (laughs) (laughs) 80 percent of the time time it's just dr pepper and buffalo shrimp you know yeah so it's um it's definitely something that you know everything plays into each other you know like nutrition plays into movement plays into stress management plays into sleep plays into digestion and pooping so yeah it's all interconnected it makes me think of like those old um you know not anatomy but like those those old like drawings of the body that you used to see and it was like this is your intestine and it does this and this is your head and it does this and it anytime I think about how all of these things affect one another. I just want to draw a big giant diagram and just be like, <laughs> you know, you put the Dr. Pepper in your body and then this is what it does to your brain. And then this is what it does to your body. And this is what it does to your tummy. And this is what it does to your breasts. And this is what it, right. 
Yeah, I I get it. It's like I still have to stay away from corn syrup. So, you know, if I eat birthday cake, it can't be like that lovely corn syrupy Publix birthday Public cake. birthday cake. Publix yeah. has the best fucking cake. Do, don't they? Oh my god. Oh my god. Mm. It's 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 just it's I really admire people that can eat sugar with just reckless abandon, you know? Yeah, but then they blow up after the age of 35 or 40. Yeah, I guess. They're just, did I tell you guys about the roommate I had that used to eat the sheet cakes? Yes. No, you did talk about, we talked about this a few episodes ago where you talked about the sheet cake and it was like, oh my God. Like (laughs) a whole sheet. It's an advertising, you know, opportunity. I'll just slip in a commercial. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, when we last left off. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Edith was talking about her roommate that ate an entire sheet cake every night. Every night would go by Winn-Dixie and buy the cakes that are like three or four dollars, you know, the ones that were. Wow. The birthday cakes, the sheet cakes that, that no one bought, they put them over on a table and they would charge four bucks for them. Oh, my God. See, I, I got to be like, it's, it's almost like, you know, I need like the best grade of cocaine. Like I need the best cake. You know what I mean? Like if I'm going to eat the cake and I'm going to deal with the consequences of eating sugar, that cake better be fucking amazing. Right, gourmet. That better be a Godiva chocolate cheesecake yes oh my god yes yes have you seen the rock and his desserts what do do we the rock as in the actor i find wildly attractive yes yes, our our loving goddess Mm. goddess he's so hot so what can i say i'd say he was a god but you know dwayne the rock johnson adonis johnson got it no yeah his cheat days he his cheat days i i've seen him post and i used to i didn't believe it but you know what he's a human being and Mm -hmm. he deserves uh he deserves to eat half a cheesecake (laughs) and he works out like a motherfucker okay like he really him john cena and the other guy that lives out in the, the guy who lives out here in Tampa, I can't think of his name right now, but like they, Dave Batista. thank you. Thank I, you. I love him with all my heart. Dave, if you're listening, I'm <laughs> licking the glass. <laughs> they, those guys work out like just mad and, and, you know, they're used to working out like mad. And so you know, their nutritional requirements and their basal mod- basal metabolic rate are very different than ours. <laughs> like, he- well, they eat a lot of meat, too. Yeah. And when yeah. you look at John Cena and his he his body fat is very low. He did a new a new show and it's on HBO Max. Peacemaker. Uh, it's called the Peacemaker. Huh? Peacemaker. I am addicted. I finished it, and now I'm mad because we can't. We won't have another episode for like two years. He's but a, I, he's he plays such a great narcissist. The like great he's totally world. oblivious to anybody's feelings but his own. 
and his peepee. Yep. Just him and his peepee. <laughs> yeah. But oh, oh, what you know, what I was saying is that the amount of calories that they eat, because that muscle is constantly burning. It is like a furnace. The the less body fat you have, the less you have to think about caloric intake. Do you yeah. think you're doing about 10,000? I think so. Yeah, because remember the swimmer that was in the Olympics, the one that got caught smoking weed? Michael Phelps. Yeah. Michael Phelps. He yep. ate 20,000 calories a day. Good Lord. 20,000. Ugh. yeah man even on my worst night at Chili's I don't think I've ever gone I couldn't I, I it, no nope to have the time to eat that much that's a lot you have that's a lot for, not 24 hours a day but every two hours we yeah were- yeah it would be like every two hours you have a cake or oh. or, or every two hours it's like remember when Charlize Theron uh was she did monster and she had to um you know she had to she had to gain 30 pounds for that role um and they asked her how she did it and she basically was just like i just ate crispy cream donuts and drank soda (laughs) (laughs) you just eat foods that cause inflammation to look Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. yes thank you and sugar and flour like that in that especially in that connection with that because there's a huge difference between eating a cake and eating a piece of whole wheat bread there's just a very big difference in the way you're going to feel um and like but yeah like the the sugar type stuff causes you know it causes inflammation it causes your skin to be redder it causes you know it causes you to look older it's like dude it's oh old. yeah yeah the ager it makes you look really old it's the ager it's like ugh, god like i can eat eat sugar for a week and then look in the mirror it's like whoa yep yep i didn't want to believe that junk food caused so much misery i didn't believe it and then they come out with stuff that oh it's pre-packaged at 100 calories you know and it's it's still crap I'm gonna yeah. eat fifty of them. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I would try. I would fool myself instead of getting a number one at a fast food restaurant. I would get the kids' little meal, and I was like, you know, get your cake and eat it too, right? right. Um, it's still crap. It's still crap. Just you know, you're gonna lose a little bit of weight, but you're never gonna get the results that you want eating no. crap. And you're going to feel like garbage. I felt like garbage all the time. You're going to feel like garbage. You're going to sleep like garbage. You're going to fuck like garbage. It's going to yeah. be terrible. Well, you, you know what? So, so I love Starbucks. Well, I, you know, apparently I shouldn't be drinking it because they add caramel color. I don't know if that's to the pumpkin one or what, but I'm really trying to quit Starbucks because I freaking love Starbucks I don't really see a problem but you know that's one of the things about Starbucks and then apparently the bread from Subway is got yoga mat freaking material in it 
Ew. Yeah. And then the hamburger, it is so disgusting. And then the hamburger meat from Wendy's is sent from China. It says it's fresh, right? But it's frozen, then thawed, then cooked fresh. Oh, dear. You see what I'm saying? And then it comes from China. So there was, there's no regulation on how many rat hairs or feces or whatever is in it. You know, so I literally, Sean and I do not eat out. We eat out at Marlowe's because we trust the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Marlowe's is here in Carrollwood Kitty in in Tampa, Florida. And it's it's a tavern, uh-huh. but it's I guess it's based out of California. It's a company. And it, the food, I never have to wonder if the food is fresh. Mm. And they're from, they're a from scratch kitchen. Mm. All about, uh, all about that. Yeah, yeah from scratch too. kitchen. That's, I mean, it's really great. If you can find like a local place that like, we have some local Thai restaurants that are just, you know, mom, pa oriented. And, and I always get, you know, stuff from there and, you know, never have any like crazy reactions, but like, you know, but heaven forbid I get a happy meal, you know, and I immediately like my stomach will just, just get, I'll get like bloated and then I won't be able to poop. And but like my stomach will will physically hurt and it'll be like, just, just, just poop for God's sakes, just poop. And it's like, nope, you ain't pooping. So French fries and chips every time Mm -hmm. yeah you did you did that kitty i well because i've eaten better for such a long time now i'm very quick to notice like you know sometimes i i have a beautiful huge bacon cheeseburger just avogadros and they everything's fresh everything's made there and then most of the times I'll have a side salad with it, you know, and just sometimes, you know what? I want some damn fries. Yeah. And I'll have fries. And the next day I'm like, here I am sitting here. It's happening, you know, and, and, and chips. I, and so I started to notice what things keep me from my system running efficiently and Beautiful. chips and potato chips and french fries are two of my biggest culprits for that Mm -hmm. so when i do have them i so my husband will order them i'll order a side salad and i'll eat like three or four of his fries and Mm -hmm. then i'm and then i'm good and then i'm good but if i have a whole serving of french fries or potato chips the next day i already i'm like this and sometimes i can't stop i'm like it's just so good and i'm like Mm -hmm. what about tomorrow i don't care about tomorrow i want i want it now you know yeah, yeah. So dip these fries. Mm. But I never realized how much vegetables have improved my lifestyle. And mm. it, I, I didn't want to believe it because I hated vegetables. My dad didn't eat vegetables. And the vegetables we did eat all are high in natural sugar. So like peas, carrots, peas, carrots, yeah, potatoes with this nice starchy stuff, you know. And I was like, every, every vegetable I like has natural sugar in it. And celery, it was like, ugh, you know, there's no ugh, celery. So I learned that about myself of how much sugar affected me. But with my vegetable intake, like every day, every single day, 
I ha- I make sure I eat a certain amount of vegetables because I like how it makes me feel light. Mm-hmm. I like how it keeps me regular. I like how yeah. my skin look. I like how um, over. I, I don't feel tight. You know, from the inflammation. You know, yeah, yeah. I do. Oh my god. You it's tight in your clothing and it's tight like- in your clothing. Everything feels tight. Your stomach feels so big. There have yeah. been times when I have eaten so much like inflammation producing food that I have looked like I was nine months pregnant. And I, I can be the same here. I get it. It's not any fun. Mm. And, then we, and then we beat ourselves up and then that just turns into a crappy day. Right. And then you're just like, oh, I'm so fat. And you go, I think I'll go eat more because I feel fat. And it's like this vicious <laughs> cycle that then perpetuates itself. And, and then it's, you know, it's crazy. So, yeah, I completely, uh, I get it. I totally get it. It's- Every woman on the planet knows what you're, knows what you're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, because every woman has had inflammation or felt bad or their home hormones have been in a flux, you know, that's the, that's another thing about not pooping is, is that you need a certain, your hormones, there's something called oxytocin. I think that's the hormone that I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's, you know, when you're pregnant, you also have it, but it's, it causes something called the letdown reflex, which is, um, when you have, when you have oxytocin and you are secreting it correctly, it helps you with your bowel movements. And you literally, you know, the very second when you're, you're ready to go and you'll go into the bathroom and seriously, less than a few seconds later, you're done. And it's very important for it to happen quickly because your heart stops when you poop. Wow. That I was not prepared for. Okay. So, so we, so is this, is this, is this why Elvis died on the toilet? Is because he's, because I know he's, I think his Valsalva, it's Valsalva maneuver is the actual technique. The Valsalva maneuver is a breathing method that may slow your heart when it's beating too fast. To do it, you breathe out strongly through your mouth while holding your nose tightly closed. This creates a forceful strain that can trigger your heart to react and go back into normal rhythm. And the same is true when you're pooping. Like you... um, you know, sometimes pay attention when you're pooping, okay, to your heart, you know, how is your, how is your heart, like, you know, are you feeling a little angst, Um, are you feeling a little excitement, and not do, I'm not talking about due to pooping, but it's like, oh, gotta run to the bathroom, you know what I mean? So your heart and your intestines and your gut and all of that are, it it all works together and people don't realize. And that's, I believe, I don't know about other people, but um, physicians and whatnot, but I believe if your pooper doesn't work, eventually your heart's going to stop working. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because all the toxins, the toxin yeah. build up in your liver and your body and your everything else. It makes sense. It makes yeah. total sense. Oh. Right? I, I know. We're all like, we're like, my. Whoa. Yeah. I think it's called, I can't, F A E C A L. Is it fecal impaction? Fecal. Because it's spelled weird. I think it looks it looks weird. F-A-E-C-A-L. And that's part of constipation where it gets dry and collects in your rectum. And then that those that's problems right there. Right. Yeah. That's bad. Like that's it's bad. just sitting there. And then, oh, where is it going to go? Back up. Right? I would think. Yeah. Go down. Relating to or resembling feces. So... That is F-A-E-C-A-L is the adjective. F-E-C-A-L is the word. Oh. Yeah. So fecal impaction is what you're thinking of. And a lot of times that is due to um, people abusing stool softeners is, is a real big reason for fecal impaction. That's and interesting. Then, so yeah. explain that though, because wouldn't it be, it wouldn't be the opposite of that. It wouldn't be like you were pooping regularly all the time. Cause I know people who are super addicted to like laxatives and shit. Like, oh, whoops, it's scary. It can cause cancer. Oh my it, God. Your sphincter. Yeah. Using all I mean, the laxatives. That's so scary. That's yeah. why magnesium is so important. I remember being 12 years old and reading about the uh, women in the entertainment industry overdoing the laxatives to try and stay thin. Yep. And then they're wearing diapers for the rest of their lives, you know, Yeah. 40 year old. And I'm like, I'll never forget reading that and just being like, cause at 12, I wanted to, I was a chubby 12 year old. Right. Remember, Ooh. So, and I remember seeing laxatives in the bathroom. And I just was like, hmm. And then I read that story and I was like, nope, <laughs> never mind. No, mm. thank you. I don't want to be 25 and in diapers. I was like, ah, no. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I've, I've known women who have, you know, former, obviously former ED patients who, that is their thing. Like, whereas some people throw up their food there, but there are people that severely abuse laxatives mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, I know. Uh-uh. And they were trying to get me to do it kind of like, they were like, Oh, you know, if you need just take this and you know, and I was like, no, 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 no. I need a salad and a magnesium supplement. I don't. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't My mom used to push um, cor- correct all on me. Like oh. she brought me up on Benadryl, Correctol, um, for a sore throat, we used, um, Goldschwager or something like that. One of those alcohols, uh, or it was, um, you mean like the, wait, you don't mean like the actual like green alcohol that has yes. gold in it, yes. right? Wow. Except it, what's the one that tastes like cough medicine? Oh, that's um, uh, uh, Jägermeister. Yes. Yeah. That was the one she used to give us, like two big tablespoons. And yeah. then they, she would make us hot toddies. Yep. I know what that is. Yep. Yeah. So it would have whiskey in it. Okay. Come on. 
I'm a kid. You're giving me lemon, sugar, and whiskey and water. Oh my God. No wonder I grew up with an alcohol problem. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, and, and that's another thing that will cause constipation is alcohol use. Oh, thank God I don't do that. Yeah. Mm. Not, I'm not a drinker. So, oh my goodness. I know we're learning so much today <laughs> about the pooper. The pooper. It's How wild. Old it is. People think it's funny. And I'm always like, you wait till you get older. Like when you watch, you know, if you're around certain people all the time and you, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. Like, I just got lucky that I realized what I was doing was hurting me. Mm -hmm. And now when I see other people, I wouldn't, I don't want to say hurting themselves, not understanding the long-term consequences. Like I, I can't be that person that's on their ass all the time. I'm like, that is not your job you know if they ask you that's a whole different story right but watching people eat god going oh you're gonna learn a hard lesson right it's like yeah. there, will, there will come a time when you can no longer eat the fried food that you have always loved and when your taste buds change and i know kitty i know we've talked about this but like i know when your taste buds change your taste buds change and suddenly you know a peach tastes way better than you know, fried shrimp or, uh, your candy. It tastes, yeah. tastes better than candy. I mean, right. now it's, it's, I'll eat a piece of fruit and I'm, I'll eat an apple and I'm just like melting with right. pleasure because it tastes so good. Yeah. Because exactly. I don't eat any of the other crap. Right. It's, it's a whole other story when I'm eating healthy and my body is running like, you know, like, like the, like a German train, um, like when my body is going really well, it's, it, it affects everything. It's, it's just, it's huge. You know what I mean? And then when my body is not running well because of stress or stress eating or, um, just, you know, not, not a food desert, you know, not having the healthy food available to you or whatever. Oh, it's exactly. Yeah. The opposite. It's totally, it, it's, it's, like, it's the, it's the opposite. It's like, it just runs like garbage. <laughs> just so garbage. Here's garbage. another thing as women, no one, I don't know about you guys, but when I was growing up, my mom didn't teach me anything. Yeah. She same. just yelled at me. There was no let me teach you about this, this, or this, you know, I, and when it came to health, we would go to the doctor mm -hmm. and I, I mean, we were poor. So my mom would feed us hot dogs, bologna, white bread, milk, very rarely vegetables because we wouldn't eat them as kids. Mm -hmm. We didn't like the taste. Right. No one, you know, if she had started us off on vegetables, but you know how hard that is for a mother of four, mm. you know? Yeah. So I had a seizure disorder growing up. I started having seizures when I was nine years old and my help was in the hands of a doctor and I would go to see him and he would say, you know, there's really nothing more we can do for her. She's going to have the seizure disorder for the rest of her life. Oh. And I don't know, something clicked in me as a child. And I didn't know the word fuck until I was 14. But I, you know, 
I said to myself, nah, -uh. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. no, 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 you know, something clicked. It just clicked. I didn't want my destiny to be in the hands of some, some doctor who was mm -hmm. negative. That's negative. You know, say there's nothing more we can do. Good luck. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's and, and you know what? He was kind of right. Like, if we were going to be impoverished for the rest of our lives, then that's what was going to ultimately happen, right? I, I wouldn't get over it, but here I am, 53 <laughs> years old. You go, you're like, I don't know how I made it. How in the hell did I make it this far? Like, I feel very unskilled in um, food and movement and just life in general. And I, I tell people that I wasn't giving, I wasn't given the skills to be proactive in my own life. It was re everything was reactive and not believing uh, and believing opinion over fact that that's how I grew up and, right. and that's why it's so important to me to spread the word of just again how much food of we or junk not food junk food affects us people I didn't know the difference I thought it was all food and now I see I see food and junk food those are two completely different things if you think they're the same I I like have to walk away because you can't convince me that there's not a difference between food and junk food. There's a difference. You know what? I haven't gotten in that argument with people because I, when I'm at work and I'm sitting at the nurse's station and, and other people, they're pulling out their takeout. Right. Mm -hmm. And me, because of the, the job that I do and because I don't want to be bed bound and and in the in and out of the hospital when I'm older and I want to be able to turn myself in bed and move my own bowels and wipe my own ass. I'm like, man, this salad tastes really good. And you're being the change. You're showing what a 50 some year old woman should probably be doing to be proactive in her own life, in her own health, and has a say in her own life. And some of the stuff that people think are funny, I'm like, it's not going to be funny in 20 years. You know, with the cost of healthcare, I'm like, Ugh. like, I just see the world differently now. And, I, and, I, and I'm watching my dad turn into a pile of mush, his brain and his body. Because he didn't, right. he didn't want to believe in food and activities. You, people, I remember thinking you have to eat perfect and you have to exercise two hours a day. That's what being healthy meant to me. And now I know that's not what it is. It's little bits of everything, isn't it? And enjoying your life, midlife. Like it's a choice. Isn't it? Isn't it all a choice? And people don't realize that because they get stuck, right? They get stuck in victimhood 
and they forget, you know, I realized one day I was having an argument with Sean, my husband, and we were arguing about something. And I looked at him and I was like, you know, this is a choice. We can choose to get along or we can choose to not get along. Mm -hmm. And it was an aha moment for the two of us. So he had moved out and I, you know, I was living on my own and I just realized that without him there, I was at peace. You making, know, I, I was at peace. Making better choices. Yeah, for myself, instead of, I guess I felt like, you know, it's the, it's the opposite of what should be happening. You know, I kept telling him, okay, take out the garbage. You need to mow the lawn. You need to do this. You need to do that. Instead of letting, you know, letting go and just understanding if he's the right man, he's going to mow the lawn. If he's the right man, he's going to take out the garbage. If he's the right man, you know, we're just going to get along. And, mm -hmm. and the codependent part made my hair fall out. I was constipated. I was always in pain. I kept having car accidents. I had anxiety, um, lots of inflammation. My joints were always sore. You see where I'm going with this? Oh, yeah. All, all the signs were there, right? Yeah. But if you don't know, you don't know. And that's what I'm talking about, the skills. And when you are taught to just stuff it down and not verbalize and not open your eyes. And I didn't realize this was a skill that was to be taught when you're a child or teenager, a young adult. These are skills. Learning how to eat well, learning how to move, learning when somebody's being passive aggressive, learning when somebody just doesn't like you. Like, every excuse and all the enabling and the, and the, and the, and the just be quiet and I could go on and on. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to like jump over topic for a second. I'm going to tell you about a woman. Her name is May Musk. Have you heard of her? No. Uh -uh. She's the mother of Elon Musk. Kimball Musk, Tosca Musk. Okay. Okay. She's a she's a model. And I forget how old is she. Um let's see, I'm looking. She's 73 years old. Okay. Is she like a Maybelline or a or a she board? models, yeah. She models everywhere. She's That's been modeling for mother? 50 years. That's his mother. Yes. But she saw something in him as a child. Elon, she saw something. I saw a video she was doing. She did an interview. Um, and she was just saying that she fostered his curiosity. She fed his mind. Every question he asked, she answered it in great length. 
in great length and gave him knowledge. And then he just went from there and just kept learning and learning and learning and learning. And that is kind of what we're doing now, mm-hmm. you know, is we're parenting ourselves and we're learning like today's episode, we're learning about pooping and and it has everything to do with the, the goddess within you. If your intestines aren't working, your mind's not working, your gut and your your digestion or your your brain and I, your digestion are the same thing. And a lot of people call your gut your third brain. And they also call diabetes um, type three uh Oh, it's all they call Alzheimer's type three diabetes, which is gut related. Oh, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. And that's why pooping, man, I'm telling you now it's very important. (whistles) Very important. I I take it seriously because I know I don't like leaving the house until I do. (laughs) Yeah. Or you don't like starting a task or you don't like going to the gym or you don't want to, you don't, I don't know about you, but I don't like to go have my hair done <laughs> until, you right. know. Right. No, I get it. There's times we've been uh, hiking and we have to leave the house at like one, two, three o'clock in the morning. And of course there's, my body's like, no, it's too early, you know, cause it's used to a certain time. And then you're hitting the trail and I'm like, man, I, I should go before we get started. And my stomach's like, nope, you've done ruined it for today. Like, so do you poop in the woods at all? Do you dig a hole and just never never done that? I, every time before a big hike, my body, I feel like it goes into this hibernation where it's like, okay, everything stop. And I'm like, why, why do I do this every single time I have a big hike? My body just freezes and it's really annoying. Do you think a lot about it? Do you think too much about it? I I think I do because I'm like, oh, I know I'm going to be doing a 10 mile hike and I'm not going to poop in the morning and I'm just going to feel like crap the whole time, you know, and I I mean, by the time you get there and you start walking and everything, you're I'm good to go, but it's still just one of those. Well, I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll send you the bowel hygiene regime. And I'll send it to um, Princess Erin Dawn, and I'll also post it. I should do the brushing the night before. Yeah, I think the skin, the skin brushing, I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, our audience, um, the skin brushing, it just does something for your skin. It really, and your, and your bowel movement, yes, it gets the lymph flowing. But it makes your skin look younger. Oh, I'll, I, I believe you. I, I was going to tell you that um, something that gets your your insides going are those um, chair massagers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones like at the nail salon. I love. It does your butt and it does your back. Have you seen those? Yeah. And is that the one that um, sharper image? Uh, my dad had it, and it just every he'd be like, "Okay, let's watch this movie," 
go sit on that. And I would sit on it and I would turn it on and right in the middle of the movie, I'd be like, I got to go dad, pause, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like it got everything moving. Like it was and the massage, massaging my back. So that's nice. So anybody who's not able to get any activity and maybe they got hurt, you know, for whatever reason, I highly recommend those chair massagers nice because it's 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 I, I don't know if it's the vibration that's getting everything like ready to move I don't know but those things are magical I have to say well the the massage I mean they even say that massage helps after a workout and um here here's another thing infrared sauna have oh. you heard of that? Is it the one that you stand up in the, um, uh, they have, it's called total body enhancement and you, it's red light therapy. And so it's just, um, helps for it, 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 it helps reduce inflammation, collagen. Yep. Collagen it, stimulation. Yep. It helps with scarring, stretch marks, acne, people highly highly recommend that for your skin to get that collagen really pumping out again and it's i mean i've never heard anything but good things from it and especially if you have a lot of sun damage um i never tried it because there's one there at planet fitness and people swear by it and it's just so relaxing i want to buy one of course i'm adding that to (laughs) all the things that i want to do it's super bougie it's your skin. It's your the largest organ of your body. It's your skin. Why not? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you can get them on Wayfair for a couple thousand dollars. And, hey, just another five, six hundred dollars to put it together. Whoa. <laughs> and those bul- there's a lot of bulbs. A, l- a lot of me. Yeah. But I mean, if you're the only one that's using it, I mean, ours was used, you know, at 12, 14 hours a day, people were in that thing. So. Oh, really? Yeah. And they're like, I think it's 10 minutes. It runs for 10 minutes, I want to say. Do you still have it? At Planet Fitness? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. People, like I said, people have nothing but great things to say about the total body enhancement, the red light therapy. So good for you. We had an esthetician that was working there and she was like, you guys have our infrared light therapy. She's like, oh, she, she couldn't believe it. She was, she used it That's all. Sweet. Yeah. And she had um, like, like the most impeccable skin I've ever seen on a human being. That's so wow. sweet. Wow. You know, I like to think that I've got pretty great skin too. I have those bumps. You know what I'm talking about? I think it's, it starts with a K. Is it keratin? There's something for uh, the skin. You mean that helps the skin? That because I, I have the little bumps, like they're not pimples. I think it's like skin that's been caught underneath there, and it causes a little bump. I think I got that too. And I think they say keratin. I I really need to look into it because it's really starting to bother me now. 
And I'm like, God, if there's a face lotion that I could use or wash my face with every night and it'll take care of it, cool. So you've got little bumps on your face? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, and they're not pimples and they're not red. They're they're flesh colored, but they're just enough to annoy me. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. Don't we pick at ourselves? <sighs> Isn't that the thing we do? Thank goodness for filters. It cracks me up on TikTok. They're like, can you guys stop using their fill? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I like using the filters because sometimes I want to say something and I don't want to go put on a full face of makeup just to do a, you know. Yeah, and it's there. If I want to freaking use it, so why do, you, why do people care? Why? If you don't want to use the filter, don't use it. You know, I, I like using a filter. My husband said it best. He said that, um, he said that sometimes people just can't help but comment on every little thing instead of focusing on themselves and looking at themselves and working on themselves they're constantly working on everyone else. He said, and that's why social media can be so toxic. Mm. You know, there are a healthy group of people out there, just a small group of people who want to enjoy social media like myself, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's this other group and they're just so they, it's like they they get their narcissistic narcissistic supply by going onto other people's pages and just tearing them apart. And that's why I don't really I don't do Facebook anymore. TikTok is my jam. Oh yeah, oh I love love like my 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 partner was like, you never get on Facebook, and I'm like, it makes me unhappy. Yeah, I, I'm tired of putting up with things that I don't have to. My dad gets mad at me because he's like, I sent you something on Facebook and I'm like, I, I took off like the notifications and everything. And he gets upset with me because I don't see them. And I'm like, I, I, I tell you every week, dad. <laughs> right. And so yeah. I get on there enough to go to his page and like everything that he does. And then I'm off just so he'll leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. You got to love your dad. My dad's still trying to bring me to the Lord. <sighs> So I got, uh, I got another joke. Go for it. Um, okay. I actually like poop jokes. I think they're the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Politicians are like diapers. They need to be changed often. And for the same reasons, they're Mm -hmm. full of shit. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep to that i ate four cans of alphabet soup yesterday then i had probably the biggest bowel movement uh, ever (laughs) these are kids jokes so they're nice and clean i like toilets for two reasons number one and number two oh what did the what did one toilet bowl say to the other toilet bowl oh i already said this joke you're looking flushed (laughs) yeah that was your (laughs) that was your first one (laughs) what do women in toilet paper have in common they both deal with a lot of crap got that right that's a good one 
why do doctors say four out of five people suffer from diarrhea? Because one guy likes it? Oh, what? Ew. Why do doctors say four out of five people suffer? Oh, the suffering part. Oh. No, because the one guy, he likes it. Ew. <coughs> no. What did one woman bring toilet paper to the boot? Why did one woman bring toilet paper to the birthday party? She was a party pooper. I'm so going to use that on my granddaughters. Yeah, you need, I'm telling you, this is on Fatherly. It's the website Fatherly. And there's Fif- just jokes on poop. Yeah, 55 delightfully stinky poop jokes and puns <laughs> for kids. Ooh, I need to have that. Because my granddaughters, every time we jump in the Jeep, they're like, ask us questions, Nana, ask us questions. So I can, oh, and I, and I, sometimes I'm like, okay, you guys ask me questions. And then I ask them, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, I, I try to keep it light, but also interesting. And now I can throw in some jokes. I like that. That's I, perfect. I could so do that with them. And they're at that fun age. <sighs> they're, uh, Penny's going to be seven. And Santana's going to, she just turned eight. And Abrian is going to be 10. I'm jealous. <laughs> My three granddaughters, they were all born within five years. My daughter had three girls in five years. Oh, that's beautiful. And they're all growing up together. They're, of course, the oldest one is like, can you two just leave me alone? Like, I need my private time. (laughs) You know what? They learn that quick, don't they? She wants her privacy and you guys are always around. And can I just have my own room already? It's just so fun to watch them grow. I'm so lucky to watch them grow up. It's a blessing. A lot of people, I don't know. I mean, this one kid hit me up on TikTok and he goes, what are you doing on TikTok? You look too old to be on TikTok, right? You look like you have at least a few grandchildren. And I said to him, is that supposed to be an insult? I mean, it's really lost on me because if I had grandchildren, I would be honored, mm-hmm. you know? They, mm-hmm. People throw shit around like it's an insult. Like calling me old is an insult. And it's really sad because if a young man feels like he has to stoop that low and he's got to protect himself and cut a woman off at the knees, how is he treating young women? Well, and you know, it's learned. It's learned, right? It's learned. He, he doesn't know that women have value. No, no, he's a child. I know that. I know. I'm just saying it's really sad that he feels that way. You know? Ageism. He's calling you old. Like, that's, like, that's, like you were saying, like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. And here we are enjoying our lives, doing what we want to do, saying what we want to say, wearing what we want to wear, eating what we like, like we are like, I, I don't know about you, Edith, but I am actually living my life. Living the dream, girl. 
poop my in the husband, dream. My husband <sighs> last week said, he goes, you know how it pops up on Facebook, your memories? Yeah. And he said, you know, his memories came up from like 10 years ago. And he goes, you look younger now than when I met you. And I'm like, because I'm living my life. Right. It, it's so different when you're in a toxic environment all the time from one to another, being overworked all the time. Like, like, we could go on and on about this, but I'm like, and why? Because I'm living my life in a healthy, happy way. I didn't know I could. Well, your mom, your, if your mom, I mean, it's like, I keep going back to it and I, I just want to reach out to moms out there and say, learn with your children, learn with them. Don't just yell at them when they do things, they're children, right? Mm-hmm. You need to guide them. You need, you need them to trust you when you yell at a child, you're instilling fear into that child. It's just like, yeah, I don't yell at my animals. I don't yell at my dog to poop faster. I don't yell at my cat for scratching the furniture. I bought really cheap white leather couch and chair. So I'll just go buy another one. You know what I mean? My, my place is cute. It's got tile floors. If anybody shits in the house, it's okay. You know, I'm serious. It's like, if, if they poop in the house, there must be something wrong. If they poop on the floor or something, I'm, I'm going to the vet. <laughs> right, right. There's, it's, they're trying to tell you something. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're such a reactionary mm-hmm. type of all of us all over this world look look at the political state we're in you know i don't even turn on the news because i cannot do anything for these people may yes i can donate fine that i can donate but watching the news day in and day out will do one thing it'll erode at my humanity mm-hmm it will make me think less of the people that I have to coexist with. And these last two years, I've seen enough. I'm like, <laughs> it is. It's enough. Putin's a jackass. He's a complete idiot. It, war is not necessary. You didn't need to go blow up historic buildings because your ego can't take the fact that the Ukraine isn't up your ass and needing you. You're one person. And that is is just just such utter bullshit that all these people are displaced. And then my dad, I mean, we're getting on a political tirade, but my dad had to tell me about all the people jumping the border. Jumping the border. Well, wouldn't you jump the border if you're, you know, if your government was corrupt and people were being murdered just because? Just because they could. Yeah. It's so, it's- yeah, I mean, I don't want to get too serious and I want to wind down and make this the end, but it it is so important to not watch that stuff. That's going to constipate you. All my patients... They watch the news day in and day out. 
and they're not pooping. That's my dad. But let me have you have you seen and we have these in the bathrooms for people at my house. We found incense matches. So really, as we all know, strike a match, right? People will joke about that. My God, when they come out of the bathroom, could you please strike a match? Right. Because it's so much better. It really soaks everything up. Um, but we found incense matches and then we went to the flea market and we found like old ashtrays, like, like just these really beautiful ashtrays. And so we have the matches in there and then we have the ashtray and, you know, if you have to poop, poop. And then here's right, right. smelling, uh, you know, it's not the spray. It's their, their incense matches. And we have not turned back. We, everybody loves them. They're, you know, they, we joke about them, but they really do. I think know. that's awesome. I'm going to order some because I, I tell my husband all the time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your poop shouldn't stink. Like it should, it used to be, I would go in after he <laughs> went to the bathroom and I'm like, oh, for the love of God, somebody get me a mask. <laughs> Help me, please. And now, not so much. I, I mean, we're both doing a, eating a lot more salads, and mm-hmm. that's but, it. I have a partner that I'm going to send you what somebody commented about how um, when your partner takes care of themselves for you, like that's oh, a gift. okay. That's when you because right as we grow older, I saw you know both my parents get sick. And nobody to take care of them. Like, so, so staying healthy for as long as you possibly can is a gift to your partner. So they don't have to take care of you or your kids or whatever. And I'll send it to you. I'll screenshot it. But I was like, that's exactly what it is. When you take care of yourself and you have a partner. It doesn't. That's why I started taking care of myself because. I got so bad. I, in 2014, I was in a car, I was in a car accident and my husband had to put me on the toilet. I was in so much pain all the time. I was in pain, excruciating pain. And I didn't realize I was so highly allergic to corn and it's in everything. Do you know that it's in your meat? I have not seen that. I know sugar's been everything. I went to get some roasted peanuts and I turned over, I turned it over and I'm like, why is there sugar in the roasted peanuts? Yeah. Yeah. No. What I mean is your meat, your, the cows are fed corn. And to a diabetic, if you eat meat that's, or cow meat that has been you know, the cow has been fed corn its whole life. It's like you're eating sugar and meat. Oh, I so your insulin shoots up so high. It it can kill you if you're diabetic. I did not know that. Yeah. So I eat something called grass fed and finished beef. Oh, there's a, oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can take you. There is a there is a huge difference in taste of a grass fed. Like I know the difference between grass fed beef and just regular beef. And I'm sure you can, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, you know, my husband, I guess we went to Whole Foods and we bought a couple hundred dollars worth of meat just, you know, for the month. Mm-hmm. And um, they swore it, it said grass fed on it. And we kept saying, is it grass finished? Oh, yes, it's grass finished. But it doesn't say grass finished. It's supposed to say grass finished. And they, they're like, no, it says 100% grass fed. So it is 100% grass fed. I go home, I eat it. I pretty much go into a sugar coma because of it. Um, you know, what's I had to call the, the, huh? What's the grass finished? Grass finished is, okay, so back, back to the story real quick. They, they said it was grass fed and that it was finished too, but it didn't say it. Right. And um, grass finished is, it's 100% of its life, it's been fed grass, okay? Okay. Grass fed 100% means that the first six months of its life, it was fed grass. And then the the last six months of its life, it was fed corn. (gasps) Oh. Yeah, it's disgusting how they're how they cut corners and lie to consumers and there's a lot of gaslighting and um you know bullshit so when it comes to food i don't mess around Mm -hmm. i don't mm -mm. i don't like feeling bad i don't want to go to the doctor my dad goes to the doctor every two weeks My dad I goes, don't no, I don't want to be around somebody that much. I don't want somebody else in charge of my health. No, I I I yeah, I go once a year for my annual checkup and that's it. Me too. That's, that's it. That's all, and even then that's a pain in the neck. I'm like, Ugh. and I'm like, you need to see where you are. That's why I make myself go right around my birthday. I make myself go just to see what my numbers are and making sure, you know, I'm, I'm on the straight and narrow, you know, I don't want anything. I don't want any surprises down the line. So yeah, I don't want, I don't want to be at home. I don't want to be, I don't want anything to dictate my life, especially my health, something that I can do myself. I don't want anything to stop me from living my life. And being sick would keep me from that. Getting hurt would keep me from that. Like some things are inevitable, like no matter how much you try. But I wanted, I've done everything I possibly can to stay as healthy for as long as I can. So I don't ever put a burden on anyone ever. Well, I I don't, I'm not quite as thoughtful as you are (laughs) when it comes to that. I mean, the reason I keep my shit together and it's not a beauty thing because, 
you know, I got that old lady neck and sh shit going on. I really could care less. My face, I could care less. I don't have to look at it all day. <laughs> you know, I'm not sitting in front of the mirror, like obsessing about every wrinkle and line on my face. But do I want to be fit? Hell yeah. I want to be really fit. So yeah. I'll tell you, I take all my own groceries out of the car mm -hmm. and into the house. Mm -hmm. I take my, I walk my garbage to the, to, to the garbage dumpster mm -hmm. right down the street from my house. I do that. Um, you know, the dog and I, the creature and I, we, ha we go on long walks every morning between yep. two and four miles. Yep. Yep. It, it's possible. I was told after 50, you know, your health just declines and you, you might as well just sit in a chair for the rest of your life. And I'm just like, something's not adding up. That doesn't sound right to me. That's <laughs> a crock of shit. I got biceps now. <coughs> Woo! Isn't that a wonderful? I did what you said. And that was, I hit every body part when I go to the gym. What a every single one doesn't it what a difference it's it's ridiculous to me because uh you know because I'll go to the gym and maybe I'll have to skip because I'm working and then the, I'll go the following day I at least go every other day and when I do that and hit every body part as hard as I can I, I see a difference it shows sure. And you walk taller, you walk straighter, you breathe better. Like I've noticed uh, in since January, hitting every body part, like how I walk, how my clothes fit. Like I know, I know what I was like when I was skipping body parts. I was getting injuries, right? And now I'm like, I'm even faster when my readers fall off my head. I actually catch them. <laughs> no, that's funny. Yeah, instead of them hitting the ground. Yeah, because they were always falling and I'd have to bend over to pick them up. And now I'm so much faster. My reflexes are better. So, there, I mean, people that want, what a waste of time. Why I got better things to do than go to the gym. And I'm just always like, I, I just I just go back to whatever I was doing. And it's I, I just don't waste my time anymore with people that don't get it. Because I was one of those people. I didn't get it. And now I got it and I got it hard. <laughs> That's awesome. And on that note, my lady, <laughs> the poop episode has been fabulous, darling. I hope that everyone has gotten the message and has good shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. Thing to add. That was perfect. <laughs> Stay naked, everybody. Stay naked. Signing out. Signing